Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Recording in progress. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm just noticing how I'm feeling. Maybe just notice your like feeling state, your emotional state right now. It could be anything. I I was first, so it's sort of like a just a a slightly uncomfortable bubbling in my chest, and I was thinking, oh, am I nervous? Which could be fine, you know. If I'm nervous, that's fine. Um, and maybe there is some nervousness. Really though, it's excitement. Uh, You know, who's not excited is my dog. My dog Mm. is not excited that I'm not working at home right now. (laughs) Um, And and yet to be with you, all these faces that I recognize from online and just all of you here, um, it's it's live. It's really um, exciting to be moving into more live. And you online people... Yay, thank you so much. Oh, yay, thank you so much for being Mm. here. Um, And that's where we mostly have been hanging out for the past three years. Um, So for those of us here in person and online, um, welcome and um, no need to try to change anything that's happening right now internally or externally, just our practices to allow it and welcome it and, um, and each other. And I just want to also say, oops, I don't know if we can shoot one at a time, I don't know, Um, that, um, yeah, we, you know, we're thinking about being, coming back live for uh, some time, didn't know the right timing, but one thing we wanted to make sure was that all the people who've been um, being with us online for the last three years, we just didn't, uh, we wanted to make sure that you could be included in a, in a way that, that worked for, uh, both of, for both groups. Um, and the monastery uh, has a great setup. Um, and when we found out that it really is set up well and they've been doing it for the last month, a couple of months, I think, we said, oh, let's go for it. So um, what an exciting experiment. And even I, um, yeah, talked about being here together and we'll be here together uh, again the end of of May. And um, so we wanted to welcome everyone and uh, enjoy the the blessing of Sangha. So. Yeah, I I believe that, um, so when we used to meet here, uh, when we were simply an in-person Sangha, we had a, we sat, for much longer, and we had a five-minute break, and then there were, and then we went until 9:30. Believe tonight we're we're sticking to the online schedule, which means that we had a half-hour sit, and we are not taking a break. And um, so, if so, obviously take care of yourself. The bathroom, if you're live, the bathroom's down the hall on the left, and. Um, you know, if you need to stand or whatever, take care of yourself in the midst of what's happening here. 
when I checked in with Ernie about the song sheets, we thought we'd pass it out at the break, the song sheet out at the break, and real, now realizing there is no break. So, Ernie, would you be willing to pass the song sheets out now, and maybe somebody might want to help him? That would be awesome. Thank you. Oh, you've got it. And then, um, I don't know, I, is it possible to get the songs online? Okay, so we're going to share screen so that you can see lyrics online, too. Um, our topic tonight is going to be Sangha community and uh, what that means when we're all, um, we're all sort of aligned in intention around deepening in loving awareness. And, um, and we'll be talking, James and I will be talking more about that. Um, but one thing that can help us is singing, singing together. And this first song comes from, uh, the words come from Thich Nhat Hanh and uh, music from Betsy Rose. And uh, this is a song about one of the things we do in our practice on our own and in community, which is stay as aware as we can of the present moment feel the solidity of the moment, it changes, but feeling our connection with the earth, like James mentioned, and, uh, and the kind of the spaciousness or freedom that's here in the present moment when we're not identified with thoughts, in the, the ultimate, the ultimate ever-changing now, which is always where we always are. Our bodies are always here, and if we don't feel like we're here in the present moment, it's because we're in our thoughts but we're always here in the present moment. So um, some of you may know this song already, and if you haven't heard it before, just we'll do it a couple times. Just uh, as soon as you get the tune, please join in. I have arrived, I am No. 
So, um, as Eve said, we're going to talk about and hopefully experience um, refuge in the Sangha tonight. <clears throat> Waking up together. Uh, as probably many of you are uh, familiar with a, a very famous exchange that uh, the Buddha and Ananda had where Ananda says, oh, it seems that good friends is half of the holy life. And the Buddha says, not so, not so, Ananda. Good friends is the whole of the holy life. Why did he say that? Why, why is Sangha one of three, the three refuges, places that we can be held and supported and comforted that we can turn to when we're getting confused or lost or frightened. A refuge, a place of, of home, as Eve is just singing. It's so deep within us, uh, the need to belong probably familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And after, whoops, let's see. How are you doing? <laughs> and is it going down? And um, yeah, after survival and um, a sense of taking all of our our needs, having all of our needs met. The the next um, basic human need is a sense of belonging, feeling that you're part of a a tribe, that you the worst thing that could happen is to be shunned and excluded or feeling like you don't belong. It's so, so primal to humanity and human existence. But in Dharma practice, it is, um, is an essential piece in many different ways. Uh, the, the Buddha talks in the seven factors of awakening, seven factors of enlightenment, there are these various qualities that when come to maturity lead to um, awakening, mindfulness and investigation uh, and, and um, uh, energy and joy, and calm, concentration and equanimity. And each of these can be cultivated. Mindfulness cultivates all the others, but there are also uh, supportive factors that allow for, say, concentration, uh, seclusion, uh, a keen interest and connection, or calm. Everyone has certain um, supportive conditions. There's one common supportive condition for developing all the other 
all the factors of enlightenment, and that is to be with friends or others who have that quality. If you want to experience more joy, be around joyful people. That makes sense, right? If you want to develop calm, be around calm people. And the same with all of the other factors of enlightenment. It's the only consistent causative factor because we affect each other. We are, we rub off on each other. We have these mirror neurons in our brain that when you see somebody having a good time, you know, unless there's a sense of, of envy, but if somebody is bright and has bright energy and is sending out to you, you feel that. If somebody is anxious or fearful, you might have compassion, but you feel that as well, and it's not going to lead to, for instance, calm or ease. So we affect each other so, um, so directly and we can be inspired by each other as well. There's this phenomenon, Jonathan uh, Haidt, uh, the, the great um, uh, psychologist, talks about the elevation response when we see somebody doing a noble action, um, a, a rescue that's, that's on, the, uh, uh, on the news. It moves us, it inspires us, or somebody who's really brave leading their country through the, the darkest hour. It ennobles us, and we want to be like that too. That's how we're wired up. This is the Buddha who says, when the wise one, or one could say good friend, sees your faults, they point them out and help you to improve. This is all in keeping the company of the wise. He says, keep the company of the wise, avoid the company of the foolish, as best you can. Not so easy, but. It is as if they guide you to a hidden treasure, the ones who can point you out ways to develop and, uh, and, and deepen yourself. Associate with such a wise one. As a result, only good will come, not bad, from having a good friend. A noble friend advises you, instructs you, restrains you from acting unskillfully. Such a noble friend is pleasing to grateful people, but displeasing to the ungrateful. Do not associate with people with evil intentions. Associate with noble friends. Associate with the best of people who are full of wholesome qualities. That's from the Dhammapada. And we have this notion, I love this notion, in, in Theravadan um, teachings, the teachings of the elders, the earliest teachings of, of the Buddha, of Kalyana Mita. Mita is like the word metta, it means friend. 
and Kalyana is spiritual. So a Kalyana Mita is a spiritual friend that in traveling the path together, we can remind each other of the goodness inside. Mm. That's a term that's also used for um, a teacher uh, rather than the guru or somebody who has all the answers, just somebody who's traveling the path with you that perhaps knows the territory through their own experience or their own uh, um, lessons, hard-earned lessons that can say, ah, we're walking this path together and we know how precious it is to have a, a spiritual friend who can remind us of our goodness. I love this quote from Mayor Baba. He says, love has to spring spontaneously from within. It is in no way amenable to any form of inner or outer force. Love and coercion can never go together. But while love cannot be forced upon anyone, it can be awakened through love itself. Love is essentially self-communicative, Mayor Baba says. Those who do not have it, catch it from those who have it. True love is unconquerable and irresistible. It goes on gathering power and spreading itself until it eventually transforms everyone it touches. Love is essentially self-communicative. Those who do not have it, catch it from those who have it. And I would, my own mind, tweak that slightly. Not that they catch it, that it's out there, but it can be awakened by being around that loving presence. And so way that I think of it is, that it's love just finding itself through these forms. And that's, as the song goes, that's what friends are for, because we can help awaken that in each other. A mm. couple of other uh, <laughs> um, quotes. A friend is someone who knows you as you are, understands where you've been, accepts what you've become, and still gently allows you to grow. Now here we are in good, in good friendship, helping each other grow. This one. A friend is someone who thinks you're a good egg, even though he knows you're slightly cracked. Yeah. So, just being here together, and there is something special about being live, because the energy exchange is, has a, takes on a different dimension, and it's so incredibly fortunate that we've had Zoom these last few years, and will continue to, um, that we can help each other heal, can help each other wake up, can help each other grow. 
So I want to just invite you to reflect for a moment and uh, just go inside and maybe have, find your own answer to this. Why is good friendship the whole of the holy life? And I'll ask it in this way. When you think of Sangha, when you think of community, when you think of good friendship, what's the most enjoyable or richest part for you in having like-minded friends? There's no one right answer. There might be many, many answers, but just look for you, look inside. Why do you come on a Thursday night, either online or in person, to be with others? What do you get from it? How does it enrich you? What does Sangha mean to you? So we can take some time and hear a few answers and a few responses and, and maybe a few from, the, from Zoom as well. And uh, Andrew, is that you? I see you, it's so nice to see you. It's been ages and Andrew would go around. He's right back with, with the mic to, to be there. What does Sangha mean for you? What comes up for you in your mind? Let's be a community and, and share together. When I'm meditating with a group, I get much more deep into meditation, more than I'm able to do alone. When I'm with a group, the energy uh, affects me, so I'm able to get much deeper into mm. my meditation than alone. Beautiful. Maybe actually, do you want to take this harvest? I'm just wondering if you wanted to be in the, on the harvesting. Oh no, maybe you're going to talk oh, in the next time. Yeah, yeah, okay. So energy, just being in the energy. Yeah, thank you, Jackie. And I just wanted to add to that. Um, it's, oh, close to your mouth. Huh? It's not only um, the energy, but it's also getting out of my own mind and expanding and thinking more about other people and the community. So I'm not trapped in mm. my mind quite the same way. Takes you out of your own reality, your own small drama into a much wider perspective. Thank you, and what, what was your name? Lisa. Lisa, great. And say your name uh, as you're saying, and put it real close to you. <laughs> I'm Mackenzie. Um, I, th I think something about it feels just like a drink of water. Um, especially this thing of hearing someone verbalize something that you've
felt or had a passing thought or whatever, to hear that verbalized, it seems like there's something really juicy in that. that and then being able to go into conversation with someone outside yourself, outside yourself. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Just verbalizing it, and there you are in a dance of ideas. Yeah, mm -hmm. that feels like there's a resonance because it's from a deep place. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. There's an exchange. Yeah. Thank you. Any? Ah. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you are? My name is Art. Hey, hey um, Art. Hi. Nice to meet you. And real close to you. Okay. Um, yeah, I like hanging out with uh, Sangha Buddhist, Buddhist folks uh, for the reason of, um, it, uh, I think a lot of people are trying to, or to some degree, keeping the five precepts, and it's just it, kind of rare in the world to have this kind of uh, freedom from worry or fear, uh, this sense of harmlessness, and also, yeah, this kind of a freedom from judgment or anger because uh, it's your hobby, your practice to catch that. And, and it's, it's like, uh, yeah, you, you, you know, you're subject to all that out there when you're not in uh, this kind of community. So in that sense, it's kind of a very nice refuge. Mm, beautiful. So just everyone who understands the precepts and, and lives, uh, is trying to live an ethical life, there's a sense of safety that we can just be ourselves. Thank you. Any from online? Anyone uh, looking online? I just have it on my... You might have written things in the chat. Or, yeah, or if you want to write something in the chat, or if you want to uh, raise your hand, either way. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyone? Ah, there you go. Mar Mar Maggie and, yeah. Oh, I'll put Hi, you Rose. Speak of you. Hi, Rose. Hi, Rose. Hi. 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 James. Um, just um, that shared humanity, like just oh. being able to sort of like share our humanity. Difficult to uh, hear you. Let's yet. see. Uh, wait. Oh. Sure. We can do. Testing one, two, three, four. I heard her speak about a shared humanity. There it is. Yeah, yeah. a shared yeah. humanity. Yeah, a shared humanity. Mm. Just being in touch with that. Beautiful. Mm. Thank you. Uh, Anyone else? Oh, here's, yes. Hi, and your name? And Layla. Hi, Layla. Um, Real close. Uh, this is probably just like, when I meditate at home, I don't really have the energy to focus, but here I'm kind of like awakening my own mind and really focusing more on what I'm thinking and stuff, with more people doing the same. Focus, in community, more, more able to focus. Yeah on what's happening in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. There is something different about sitting on your own or sitting in a room full of people. Thank you, Layla. 
Anyone else? Is that it? Well, we have a few other things to, to do, so um, I'll just I'll turn it over to Eve, who wants to share a few words. Yeah, uh, I'll just share a little bit, a little bit, a, a few more thoughts on Sangha, and then maybe we'll do another song. So Maggie online there, you were saying about common humanity, and for me too. So one of the things that Buddha teaches is that part of our delusion is believing that we're a separate, an entirely separate, isolated self. And that that delusion causes us a lot of pain. Feeling isolated and other is very, very painful. And we've, we all experience it. It's, not, it's a ubiquitous thing. It's a universal experience and it's awful. And some of us go through our whole lives experiencing that. And that's heartbreaking. And one of the amazing things about mindfulness, we're moving our awareness away from the discursive thought that's telling us all the time that we're a separate being. We move our awareness away from that and we're moving into being with what is. And one of the first things that becomes really apparent is that we are, we are relational beings. Even if you feel like you're alone, your body's being held and sustained by the earth and the air. We wouldn't, you, would, you, you wouldn't live for, but for a few minutes if you weren't interrelating with everything around you. And mindfulness, we experience it directly. However, getting the mind to let go of this delusion of separate self is really challenging. Um, and takes a lot, at least in my experience, takes a long time. And, um, and one of the wonderful things about Sangha is, and I, and I heard you speak about this too, um, Mackenzie, um, one of the wonderful things about Sangha is that we're reminded over and over that we're not alone. We're not alone with the hard stuff. Whatever hard thing is going on, no matter how unique it feels, you're not alone with it. And we inspire each other. What James was saying about a wise friend, the necessity, the essential nature of carrying each other on, reminding each other of what we already know, but have forgotten. Like the power of kindness, the value of truthfulness, the precepts that Art was mentioning, the, you know, causing no harm. Well, that that's can be challenging to do with all the cultural conditioning around causing harm with speech and actions. And we in community can remind each other of these values. So common humanity. Ah. It's really interesting because in, in the mindful self-compassion uh, work, Kristen Neff teaches that there are three components to self-compassion, mindfulness, so we really need to be aware of what's going on, and self-kindness, or self-kindness. But the third one is common humanity, reminding our minds over and over that we're not alone. So we do that in community. And you can think back to, or even just think now, who are your good friends right now in your life? 
and just what James mentioned at the beginning of his talk about spiritual community being a refuge, just think about how the dear people you have in your life really are a refuge. Even if you don't see them all the time. And why is that? There's something about feeling really safe to be yourself and just be as silly as you are and as imperfect and goofy and wild and genius-like as you are. And your, and your friends get you. And that's what we provide for each other and we cultivate in Sangha. So the Buddha taught three refuges Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. Buddha, meaning the historical Buddha who found, discovered this path that we are all on. It's so incredible. And also the word Buddha means to be awake, our inner awakened ones. Dharma, these teachings that support us to come back and back again and again to practices that deepen our well-being. And Sangha, community. People who remind us to love, remind us to be patient with ourselves. Remind us to have perseverance and hang in there when times are hard. And they can be hard. They've been hard. And community reminds us, don't give up. Keep going. And community reminds us of the value of generosity, of like really how meaningful it is. Again, I'm going to ask you, do you relate to this? How meaningful it is to our own hearts when we can show up for another being. All of that is that third refuge of Sangha, spiritual community. Refuge. Like it's, it's a big deal. So I want to sing with you. Um, there's another song there on your sheet called Woyaya. It's a Ghanaian freedom song. It was actually, it's from Ghana, but it was, and, it was sung a lot during the anti-apartheid movement in the 80s um, in solidarity with South Africa. And it's my experience, maybe yours as well, that inner freedom and outer freedom are deeply intertwined. Here we're ostensibly working on inner freedom, and yet we can't be free until we're all free. And so we were also out there on the streets working with um, climate justice and free, you know, becoming allies to help free people from oppression and all the work that we're doing. So this is a freedom song that I feel like all the freedom songs work both ways. You can feel them singing outward to social justice and singing inward to our own journeys towards freedom from suffering.
are going Heaven knows where we are going We know we're there, we will get there Heaven knows how we will get there We know we will Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah But we'll get there Heaven knows how we will get there We know we will Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah We are going Heaven knows where we are going We know we're there, we will get there Heaven knows how we will get there We know we will Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah But we'll get there Heaven knows how we will get there We know we will Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah One more time We are going Heaven knows where we are going But we know we're there But we'll get there Heaven knows how we will get there But we know we will Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah Oh yeah, yeah um, And we'd love to hear anything you want to share about that experience of, you know, how was that for you internally? What's it like to be connecting with people in this context? Any of your, anything you want to share about your thoughts or experience of Sangha or community? Yeah, just when you're ready. Oh, thanks, Andrew. I, I always think it's nice to uh, to show up to uh, community, um, and and sort of the obvious part is that everybody's showing up for community, um, and and we tend to overlook the the simple obvious that's in front of us that we're all here for similar reasons, um, and uh, 
maybe take that for granted, but it, it feels good to recognize the obvious. Yeah, thank you so much. It really does. And sometimes it's obvious when we name it like that, but until like you named it, I wasn't thinking about that, but that's exactly right. The beauty of just we're all, we're all showing up here for community. Yeah, thank you. Um, my uh, appreciation for the Sangha is incredibly deep because I fell away from the Sangha for a little over two decades. I was in this space, maybe it was 23 years ago, and then I'm back tonight. And uh, I can just, if I could talk to my, young, my younger self, I'd say, this is probably the most important thing you do every week. Wow. And the preciousness of it, and just the remembering, yeah. just being reminded every week, it's just an incredibly precious gift. Mm-hmm. And I am so grateful to do that. Yeah. This is John, right? Thanks, yeah. I John. thought that was behind you. <laughs> the, the, the man behind the mask. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you, John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And after, after this, then we'll, there's somebody online. Okay. Please, uh, real close to you, like the, an ice cream. Yeah. yeah. The, the phrase that comes to me is shared values. And when I feel I'm in a group, I, automatic, I automatically know that what we think is important are, is the same. And that's a very comfortable feeling. That mm. I just feel so relaxed. I was so relaxed sitting with my little group and talking and listening. Um, I've often said to my wife that uh, the basis of a, a good marriage has, has to start with shared values. And, uh, and so this is a marriage of wider, wider scope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, yeah, and, and so online we have Kimberly. Hello. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna thank you guys, guys so much. much. Oh, we're we're getting, getting, are, you are you okay? okay? I don't know. I'm, I'm here now. Um, thank, thank you for, for Doing, doing this, this it's great, great to be able to, able to do, do the, the online and online online and online. That's not easy to say. I appreciate Sangha so much. It helps in so many ways, like the previous speaker was just saying about finding folks like interest that we know in Sangha that we can be vulnerable and it's accepted. It's, it's a wonderful feeling because the world doesn't always feel that way. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Kimberly. Yeah, great. So, Thanks, everybody. Thank you. So, um, hmm. here's a, a favorite poem of, poem of mine by Dana Falls, Sangha. Teach me 
what I cannot learn alone. Let us share what we know and what we cannot fathom. Speak to me of mysteries and let us never lie to one another. May our fierce and tender longing fuel the fire in our souls. When we stand side by side, let us dare to focus our desire on the truth. May we be reminders, each for the other, that the path of transformation passes through the flames. To take one step is courageous. To stay on the path day after day, choosing the unknown and facing yet another fear together, that is nothing short of grace. So we'll close with a, with a song. Um, you see the words there, the ultimate community song with a little help from my friends, okay? So I'm just, I was just thinking also, this is like, you know, I, I, I remember reading that civilization started, really started with fire and people sitting around the fire, <laughs> that that's how language developed, that's how exchange of ideas developed, that's how a sense of connection developed. So we get by with a little help from my friends. All right, sing with me. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to sing out a key Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends mm, I get high with a little help from my friends Oh, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends What do you do when your love is away? Does it worry you to be alone? How do you feel by the end of the day? Are you sad because you're on your own? No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm, I get high with a little help from my friends. Mm, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends. Do you need anybody? I need somebody to love. Could it be anybody? I want somebody to love. Would you believe in a love at first sight? Yes, I'm certain that it happens all the time. What do you see when you turn out the light? I can't tell you, but I know it's mine. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm, I get high with a little help from my friends. Oh, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends. Do you need anybody? I just need someone to love. Could it be anybody? I want somebody to love. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Oh, I get high with a little help from my friends. Oh, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends. Yes, I get by with a little help from my friends, with a little help from my friends. Okay, close us out, Eve.
with the dedication? James Barris, if he hadn't become a Buddhist teacher, he would have been a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> dedication and merit. May the merit of our time together and of our very lives be for the benefit of all beings everywhere. May every living being, our minds as one and radiant with light. Share the fruits of peace with hearts of goodness, luminous and bright. If people hear and see how hands and hearts can find in giving unity. May our minds awake to great compassion, wisdom, and to joy. May kindness find reward. May all who sorrow leave our grief and pain. May this boundless light meet the darkness of our sacred night. Because our hearts are one, this world of pain turns into paradise. May all become compassionate and wise. May all become compassionate and wise. All right, thanks again so much, all of you. Have a great week. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Say goodbye to people on the line. Wish them well. <laughs> you can say goodbye to people right next to you and wish them well. See you. See you soon.